If you like this podcast and you find value from it, head over to my Instagram at BigSamPT and go to the link in my bio and have a look at Train With Sam for coaching. Welcome to episode five of the Sam Phoenix podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about the fundamentals of calories. Uh, Now, I think it's pretty common these days on social media. There's a lot of coaches out there putting out there the whole calories in versus um, calories out concept. And while it is correct, obviously it does go a little bit deeper than that. And I think it's really helpful to actually understand what a calorie is, what it does, and just start to get your head around how it works. So first thing, what are calories? Now, simply put, Calories and kilojoules are units we use to measure energy on our bodies. So just like we measure weight with kilos or pounds or distance with kilometers or miles, calories are a measurement of energy. And you can use kilojoules as well, but we're normal everyday people and we don't go by kilojoules on this podcast. Uh, We just do calories. So enough said on that one. Fuck kilojoules. I don't give a shit about your kilojoules. Next one. So first of all, what are calories again? So all foods have different calorie amounts in, and this is going to greatly depend on the serving amount. So for example, let's say I wanted to buy a small chocolate bar compared to a big chocolate bar. Well, the big chocolate bar is going to cost a little bit more money than the small chocolate bar, and calories is exactly the same. A big chocolate bar is going to have more calories than the smaller component of that chocolate bar. So our bodies use calories for different tasks every single day. I want you to think about yourself as a computer game character. I'm sure people listening to my podcast are over the age of 30 or under the age of 30. But look, let's be honest, in this generation, there's probably very few people listening to this podcast that haven't played a computer game at some point in your life. And... I want you to think about when you're playing a computer game with a character. What do you have to monitor the character's health? You have a health bar on the top of the screen. And whenever you're taking damage, whenever you're running out of health, if you will, energy, whatever you want to call it, you collect a heart in the video game and you fill up your health bar a little bit more, right? And let's say that you get a small heart that fills up your energy a little bit and you get a big heart, and that fills up your energy more. Calories pretty much work exactly the same as that, except this isn't a computer game, this is real life. Now think, let's start to think of the hearts that we're collecting in the computer game, so your Super Mario running around, or Sonic the Hedgehog, I don't know what you wanna call it, I'm a bit more old school, I was a 90s kid. So think of the hearts as the food we eat, but all the foods we eat, and the amounts that we eat will fill up our health bar at different amounts. Some foods are gonna have more calories than other foods. And it's learning to understand how much foods have X amount of calories in them and what foods have what. Now this takes a while to get your head around, but it is possible to do. So first things first, I'm imagining most people listening to my podcast, uh, the people that you know, aren't my grandmother or mother that are just doing this out of complete sympathy are probably here because they're overweight because that's kind of who I push my content out to. Uh, So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you're an overweight person and you 
not sure why you're overweight. Well, quite simply put, over time, you have consumed too many calories for the amount that you're moving. And what happens is, let's say you're that computer game character and you have, and you fill up your hearts and that fills up your energy bar. So your energy bar is full. Now, in a computer game, most of them, when you get an extra heart when your energy bar is full, nothing happens. It's like it didn't happen. But in the real world, unfortunately, it doesn't work like this. So in the real world, if you've filled up your health bar, your body is just like, well, what do I do with this extra health or energy? And your body stores it for later. You know what it stores that energy as? It stores it as fat because your body just doesn't know what to do with it. And it's like, well, this is actually some good shit I could do with this later on. I'll store it for later. Saves us having to pick up so many hearts later on in the game. And this is where fat comes from. So how to lose the fat? Well, you need to be having less calories for a consistent amount of time. This is known as a calorie deficit or a caloric deficit, if you will. Now, there are many techniques in how to, or methods on how to reduce your calories. Uh, and you know what? Most of them work. It's just a case of how long you're willing to do it for. So typically you will hear the phrase, eat less, move more which yes, okay, when you're gonna break it down to the absolute simplest form, it does work. The problem is a lot of people don't know how to apply it to their lives. And I'll see, I see other coaches and fitness people criticizing that phrase and well, no, I don't have a problem with that phase, but the problem is it's very, very simplistic and it may not relate to the individual because people don't actually quite get it. So for example, if you're in a calorie surplus, meaning that you're having too many calories, you're going to put on the weight. If you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose the weight or fat, if you will. If you're in a maintenance, you're having exactly the amount you need. So you're not gonna put on weight, but you're not gonna lose it either. And a calorie deficit for some people can literally mean, let's say, I'm going to eat a little bit less which does work. It's it's worked for absolutely everybody. Or and here's and here's a cool one. Or you can use those calories and keep eating the same. Again, this is very very broad and it's going to be very subjective to the individual. So, you can keep eating the same amount, but if you're moving more and that means that you're burning more calories, now, that's going to sort of increase your health bar a little bit more. If the amount of food that you're already eating means that you're means that now you've created a deficit, that's how you're going to lose weight. For some people, that's going to work. For some people, it's not going to work. Again, it depends how much you're moving already. Are you able to move more in your day-to-day -day life? Like, what, what more can you do? We're going to cover this one in another podcast. Don't you worry about that. So a calorie deficit can uh, can happen in many different ways. So for example, let's say hypothetically speaking, my maintenance calories is 2,000 calories. So that means if I was to eat 2,000 calories 
every single day and I was burning 2,000 calories every single day, I'm not going to put on weight, I'm not going to lose it either. Like, it's basic maths here. So, if I am eating two, th sorry, if I am burning 2,000 calories in a day and on a Monday I eat 1,800 calories, on Tuesday I eat 1,600, Wednesday I eat 1,500, Thursday I eat 1,800, Friday I eat 1,900, Saturday I eat exactly the amount I need, so I'm having 2,000 calories, and then on Sunday I maybe eat a little bit too much, which is quite normal for weekends, and I have 2,200 calories. It still means that over the course of the week, I have consumed less calories than I need for that week. If you So if you were to do that all the time, yes, you would lose weight. So you don't have to necessarily implement a calorie deficit every single day. It just needs to balance out with the rest of the week. It's almost the equivalent of, okay, let's say I have $20 to spend every single day. That's my daily budget. So on a Monday, I spend $18. On a Tuesday, I spend $17. See where I'm going with this? On a Wednesday, I spend $15. On a Thursday, I spend $18 again. I've still saved some money over the course of those days. On a Friday, I spend $19. On a Saturday, I spend $20. And on a Sunday, my budget is $20, but I spend $22. Am I going to be going into debt because I spent $22 on a Sunday when my budget was $20? No, because over the course of the week, I've saved more money than I've spent. Food, calories, it all works exactly the same. So when you start to think of this as a numbers game, it is a game changer for you and it's really, really gonna help you out. So know on the days that where you do eat a little bit too much, so maybe you've got some social events or you know after work drinks or whatever, no, you haven't necessarily ruined your diet providing that the rest of the week you're still managing it correctly. There are people out there in the world that will legit, monitor their calories all week, they'll monitor it on a weekend, and maybe they'll implement a bit more of a deficit. So let's talk about, let's compare this to money. So let's say every single day, I wanna save $3 from my $20 budget. So I'm spending $17 a day, and I do that through to Monday and Saturday. So that's, I'm actually eight. I'm actually really shit at so six, three, that's 18. So I've saved $18 that week. And then on the Sunday, I go and I spend $23. Again, it's not gonna make a difference because I've, I'm still saving money. And there's many ways you can do it. It's just a case of how you wanna budget. So I wanted to keep it simple. I hope I kept it simple. I hope that's easy to understand. Uh, one, and then after this, it's a case of just understanding your calories and understanding what goes in what. Now, this comes to calorie tracking. So this is super popular these days. Uh, there's some apps out there, uh, MyFitnessPal. Uh, there's NutriTrek, uh, sorry, NutriCheck, which is big in the UK. I've personally never used it myself, so I don't know what it's like, but I've heard some pretty good stuff about it. Uh, I wouldn't recommend calorie counting forever because personally, I find it really, really annoying. 
but I find it very educational and useful to you, especially when you're starting out on your weight loss journey. It's very handy. Uh, some people, yes, they do use MyFitnessPal wrong. That's a different conversation within itself. Uh, they do get a little bit annoying and it can get a bit tedious sometimes when you're constantly weighing things to try find out the calorie value of them and then inputting it into an app. And yeah, I get it, it's annoying. But again, if it's that important to you, well, what's better? To be a little bit annoyed by having to enter the food you've eaten into an app and it giving it your calorie value or staying exactly where you are and you continue to be unhappy. Uh, and again, you don't have to do this for a long time. I recommend people doing it for maybe four to six weeks, start to get your head around it. And then if you feel that you need to keep on going, we'll do it a little bit longer. But if you feel like you've learned what everything you need to know, then stop doing what you're doing and go and live your life. Uh, so one thing I'd recommend uh, is following a page on Instagram um, called at the fitness chef underscore. Uh, that is a super cool page, guys. Uh, it talks about uh, different calorie values in foods, compares them to one another. Uh, it's like, so for example, like with breakfast for one thing, you'll get people that, oh, my breakfast is so healthy and they've got like a big giant bowl of like berries, banana, granola on the top, bit of acai in there and everything. Well, that's gonna end up 1,047 calories. And then you get like a McDonald's breakfast McMuffin, uh, which is like 503, if you include a hash brown as well, which again, okay, look, obviously, yes, different nutrients are in every, there are different nutrients, nutrients in everything. So yeah, that's a different conversation with itself. But when it comes to like things like weight loss, it really is down to the calories. And bear in mind, different things are gonna fill you up differently. Uh, so it is a bit of an eye-opener and it will start to educate you on calorie amounts in food. So that is a page that I would highly recommend. So, and again, I do want to add this as a disclaimer. So eating nutrient-dense food um, regularly, obviously for your overall health, that's going to be a way better option. Uh, but calorie balance is still king. You still need to be having less calories. Um, uh, for example, on the Fitness Chef's book, I think he's got the, on the cover, he's got avocado toast, which is like 505 calories. And then on the other side of it, it's bacon and egg on toast, which is 360. And there's people out there eating avocado toast, wondering why they're not losing any weight because they're, you know, you're still eating a lot of calories. Again, not to knock avocado toast, the stuff's great. Uh, but yeah, calorie balance is king. Uh, so it's just for educational purposes. So I would definitely recommend checking that out, guys. Uh, other than that, I think that one wraps it up. Tried to keep it short, simple, and sweet. We've kept it to around 15 minutes today. Uh, I hope that makes sense. If you got any questions, hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is BigSamPT. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Take it easy. If you took some value from this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend who you think might need it. Also, head over to my Instagram at BigSamPT and head to the link in my bio for coaching options. Thank you.